this is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I am so excited to introduce to our global community today somebody that I've been I've been connected to for quite a long time actually and I reckon that if you've been on LinkedIn at any point in 2022 at least you'll have seen some of his viral content. This is Rich Gibbard and he is the founder of RecBound. Welcome to you today Rich, how are you? I'm very good thank you, how are you? I'm good thank you very much indeed, how was that for an intro? It was very posh. Um, you start like off, off off air. You're talking about like you know, going out in Ramsbottom, drinking wine with Vimto in it, and things like that. Whereas then all of a sudden you hit record, and it's oh hello, it's it's hello. Leisha here from from uh, South Lancashire. How are you? Uh, <laughs> from Upper Ramsbottom. Now anyone that actually knows me knows that Rich is lying because of course everyone knows I'm sober. So, <laughs> yes, exactly, very true. Cheeky Vimto's were definitely one of my favourite tipples, I have to tell you, in my 20s. That's how classy a chick I was. <laughs> Cheeky Vimto, was it port and lemonade? Mm-mm, yummy, yummy. Now, there might be some people that potentially don't know who you are yet, so give us a little overview as to who you are, what RecBound is, and how we came to know each other. Yeah, so um, essentially, after a, a, probably about 10 years or so in recruitment, uh, I set up a marketing agency that just helps recruiters to market basically um I went into it thinking joe what we're going to create loads of content videos blogs and we do don't get me wrong we do graphic design all that kind of stuff um but generally it's just all in everything that a recruiter will need from a marketing department that's what we do um and i think we've we probably knew each other from through mark nealon i think back in a long long time ago i'd have used you as a rector rec um and and so on and it's just gone from there really so and and your your clients are my clients as well so I think that's how yeah definitely I mean that's 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 the thing that a lot of my listeners who are joining us certainly from outside the UK won't really necessarily know what I do for a living they think I might just be the host all day every day which if if I could be I would because this is like my dream job because I failed my A-levels and never got to be a broadcaster so now I'm kind of doing it vicariously through the podcast but I actually recruit recruiters that's how Rich and I first knew each other I must have walked past you and seen you and I came into Didsbury and that kind of thing absolutely there you go So, well, thank you for joining us today. And I think one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you onto the podcast, apart from the fact that I think, you know, you have got a lot of value because we've got a similar audience, is that you are certainly defining yourself as possibly one of the funniest people on LinkedIn. Well, certainly for me, and you've had some significant sort of content that has gone pretty viral, really. So I think that generally speaking, recruiters are people that might take themselves a little bit seriously. So how do you see humour being a potential... I guess, positive thing that recruiters could use to engage with their content more. We briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere, the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. 
a single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincheri because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincheri.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. Um, look, it just depends on how you want to come across. I think for me, um, and I see your post, and I'm going to drag you into into it with with it as well. So, yeah, when you're positioning yourself with within your market, you want to decide what type of people that you want to do business with. And now, for me, um, the best person that I will do business with is probably going to be late twenties to probably early fifties, a child that has grown up, as in they're like stop, they're just incredibly immature. Um, happy to talk about um, anything. There's no hold barred on, on any topic of conversation, and like, they don't take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably my target market. But I'm very aware is that some people are very straight laced, and straight laced people attract themselves to straight laced people. Humor attracts themselves to humor, I, I, and my opinion is is like humor is a good way to open up the doors. And 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 if you don't like what I post or you don't like my humor then you kind of qualify yourself out anyway. But is good. Human, like people, I think nowadays, certainly in recruitment, when it comes to networking, everybody wants um, that personal relationship and humour is a huge part of that. So, I, I, Do you know, and it's really interesting because, you know, I've had other people on the, on the podcast who, who, who are from, you know, similar things to yourself, maybe doing marketing, doing um, business coaching, that kind of thing. I've never talked about humour before. And I we talked off air, didn't we? I just think it's the thing that makes us human. For me, what you've just said there really resonates. And I think I maybe I'm more of a chameleon. I'm happy to talk to people maybe who haven't got a similar sense of humour, but does it mean I like them? Probably not. Am I more likely to do with somebody that I like? Of course I am. And that's both candidate and client. And I just think maybe as you get older, I don't know, but we, we, we can take ourselves seriously in terms of the role that we actually do. But in terms of me taking myself seriously, no, I, I'm the first person to take the piss out of myself. Absolutely, and um, and I'll be second if that's all right. Uh, you know, it's it, you, you can't you can't. Well, it just depends on how you want to come across. And you, if if you want to take the piss out of yourself, um, then absolutely cool. You'll attract others who are probably either thinking the same thing, do the same thing, and they're the kind of people you end up doing business with. You do business with people who are like you, and which is totally cool. So, um, however you want to come across works. But generally, m- most people want to do business with funny mm. nice engaging people as opposed to boring stiff upper lip people in my opinion was it contrived rich was it contrived to use humor through your content no i just enjoy humor I just, like i'm similar, exactly the same as yourself i think it's too life's too short in my opinion to um I, I, you get all these mindset coaches and people who tell you the people who like love rags to riches stories mm. and i'm like well you're not you you're like you're not from the rag you're not ra- rags are you so you can't pretend that you are a piece of shit from nothing yeah. because you had a good education and you were loved by parents. 
Stephen Bartlett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Somebody somebody told me that I wasn't going to do very well in this industry, but you forgot that the other nine million people that said that you would do very well in this industry, but you just focus on that knobhead. But anyway, um <laughs> and so um you know I, like i tried so many times just like probably yourself is you, you try and lean on like adversities that you overcome yeah. and but ultimately it's bollocks if you've not got any adversities that you overcome you just go on you play to your strengths and, and you know mm-hmm. I, I i feel as if humor can be one of my strengths so i just play on that well and and, and honestly i think that there are so many people listening to this right across the world now who will be thinking, how can I use humour? Well, that, no, you've got this message wrong. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that you are unique to yourself. You are unique to your own mindset and what you find funny. And you are going to be possibly divisive in what you share. We're not talking about things that are necessarily offensive, just things that you do find funny. That is as simple as that. Yeah. Being self-deprecating with it. I know we were talking off camera about the fact that I've started using TikTok mainly to spite my teenage daughters because they told me they forbid me, <laughs> forbid me from going on there. So now I'm just like, you know, if, I, if you can pout, I can do pouty things. But actually, I'm using it to my advantage. And um, I don't actually care what people think about me on there. And sometimes I'm trying to be funny and maybe it's not that funny. Other times I'm not trying to be funny and I think it might be a bit funny. But you, you know, you've, you've hit a really good point there that it's going to attract people that I want to attract through what I'm sharing. There'll be, there'll be others, I can assure you, there are millions of others that are like you who are, and I, again, late 30s, early 50s, their kids are on TikTok and you want to get... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being polite. I know how old you are. I, mean, I, I keep saying early 30s. Let's, we're going to go down that road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's stick um, with it. It's wrong. He's lying again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Late 20s. <laughs> your, your kids are on TikTok and you want to get involved as well. And it's the same, you know, like, there's so many school mums that will be out doing exactly the same and wanting to get involved, but they just probably might not know what to talk about. Mm. So, or, or just, you know, most people just talk shit. So, or do a dance. I've not seen you do a dance. You need to do a dance, I think. Uh, I haven't done the dance yet. I don't think I have, actually. I might get, I might, I have to pay her. You realise that? I'll have to pay my daughter to show me what to do. Um, I don't even know how to click that button on TikTok. <laughs> She's only showing me how to share photos and actual video, but I don't know how to do the whole editing thing. But I think it's brilliant. So, do you other? You know, you obviously have your client base, which some of whom we will share similar clients. Are there any things that you advise them not to do? So, do you have any things that you that potentially you think turn you off as the marketing expert, or there, is it specific? Uh, yeah, like it's it's each to the it's each to their own. I like. People who force themselves to do something that they're not. Mm-hmm. So I'll use this, and I'm I'm being very, I don't know how to say this without coming across as insincere. It's Mental Health Week this week, and I fully respect Mental Health Week, and I fully respect everybody who is doing that. What I don't agree with, um, and you said you, your question was, what don't you think clients should be doing? Is I don't think people should be doing it just for the sake of doing Mental Health Week, or of just doing it because marketing tells me to. You know, um, and that's the kind of thing where I think people should avoid it um, is that, you know, if you don't believe in it or if you don't want to do it, cool, you're not going to get judged. Nobody's going to turn around to me and say, oh, my God, you didn't post anything about Pride Week. Does that mean that you're homophobic? Well, no, not really. It's just, uh, yeah, just I didn't post anything about it. Um, And so that's I think that's the thing. It's just um, Mm. have the courage to post what you're comfortable posting and 
that that is a good start don't force yourself to do something that society feels like you should be doing because it's ultimately it's bollocks you, there's, there's enough noise already I agree with you totally. I mean, virtue signaling is what actually should be one of my pet peeves. Mm. You know, I just can't bear it. It's like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing something for Women's International Day? But when you there's ten men in the office and no women, you know, yeah. like where's your diversity? No, I agree with you totally. And I think you know the key pinnacle for me of good marketing within our sector specifically, which obviously is what we're talking about, is being genuine to what your what you do. So yeah. for me, if you were talking about, you know, doing TikToks, but you work in actuarial recruitment and those people are not on, not into videos, they're not really using LinkedIn, they're a little bit more, you know, um, traditional in how they go about doing things, you're just going to fall on deaf ears. You know, think about your audience. I do think that's a really important message that we're saying here that, you know, you can use humour, you can, you know, use I guess comedy to try and attract people, but it's not going to appeal to absolutely everybody. I mean, I've always said I'm a bit marmite anyway, so maybe that's what people yeah. be more marmite. You have to be, you have to have a healthy like generally the like a, as a rule of thumb, certainly for recruiters, you know, you'd need to be posting probably. If this is talking about posts, not commenting likes, you need to do at least one, maybe two, like hey, I've got this job, do you want it? Um, type of post because you, you gotta you gotta show your wares, you gotta show your products, what you're what you're working with. Yeah. Everything else is all around, right? How can I get more people to see those posts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um if you if you were to post all you would post about is like I've got this job, would you like to, to know about it? It gets boring and nobody's interested. If all you did was just humor posts and just taking the piss out of your own life, then people don't take yourself very seriously. So you gotta do it. It's a healthy mix and there's no set yeah. formula. That's really important. So you obviously made the move from recruitment. So you had a very yep. successful career, and I know you did. You were very successful, um, and you've moved into you know doing this service and providing it to the recruitment industry. So do you think that the sector you joined all those years ago means that sales is now dead? Do we need to still be picking up the phone and doing business development? Okay. So I just wanted to break away from the chat for sixty seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote-unquote modern recruiter. Personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now, they teach it all to you over an eight-week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID, and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com, or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you. 
and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Oh, of course you do. Uh, oh, you back me into a corner with that one. Um, do you? Do you call call? Do you pick up? No, I, no um, there's, it depends on what type of company you are. And so if you're, so you'll have a lot of people listen to this who are, like, you know, independents or kind of small businesses where a lot yeah. of their businesses come from networking and referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the vast majority of your time and effort, your best clients, this is me guessing here, but I bet you your best clients came from networking and referrals. It's like, you should use Leisha because she's amazing. She placed me or Leisha did an amazing job filling my, um, filling this vacancy. And like, so networking referrals for recruiters should be the number one source. But, um, and then after that, um, cold calling, doesn't mean that it, you don't get any activity from it. It should just supplement all of your other methods. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, my uh, business, haven't you, Rich? Just reading all those. Uh, so, I knew there's a reason I shouldn't. I've been hovering outside that house of yours, and I've probably uh, finally come to some good use. <laughs> An upper ramp bottom. <laughs> so. Uh, no, I agree with you totally. And I think it's really important that, you know, we I didn't actually explain this to you off camera, I normally do to my guests, and, and I apologise for that, that our demographic, um, in terms of feedback, because obviously we can see where everybody's listening, which is now about 52% in the UK, and the rest of it's America, Canada, Australia, we get a lot of people over in Asia, it's amazing. But in terms of actual feedback of who listens, a lot of recruitment leaders, which is your audience, my audience, Um, in terms of decision makers but actually we get a lot of people who are starting out on their recruitment journey and of course they're coming into an industry where it's all through it's all about marketing yourself on LinkedIn but I think if we think about forecasting what's going to potentially happen in the economy hold on tight guys possibly a recession coming you're going to need to build those relationships as well and I think it's really important listening to a marketing specialist say you need to be doing all of it you need to be still be picking up the phone and having conversations with people not just sharing content one thing that I completely overlooked when when I started off recruiting um, and I think it's partly the market that we're in because when you're 21 years old you're trying to place candidates who are earning 200 300 grand you do you do get that imposter syndrome you're selling somebody who's very successful how to run their life but one thing I did overlook which recruiters should do more of is uh, now that COVID is COVID doesn't exist anymore it's gone nobody cares about it it's it's just a huge inconvenience but uh, more face-to-face take people out you know do golf days do meetups take people out to uh buffets restaurants you like uh crystal maze you name it you do it you just take them out because even if you can't um call them up relationships are built by having a conversation with somebody not by like constantly liking somebody's posts um and so yeah find a way to speak to people yeah if you keep if you keep liking the same people's posts, people accuse you of being in a pod (laughs) <laughs> yeah or, or weird or a stalker so yeah yeah absolutely stalker. no I, I totally agree with you and I think if you can because obviously a lot of people don't do regional recruitment they might do something internationally but if it's feasible I do actually also think that that's right because you bet you're creating a long-lasting relationship then so uh brilliant advice as I thought as I thought you would be and when are we seeing you on TikTok because we know that you like to share content so have we got a channel that we should be looking out for Joe at Recbound do have a TikTok page. Um, 
we, we do there's some stuff that goes on there so as a, a, a cam in who like, does a lot of our social media um in the office he um loves the camera absolutely loves it very is a very very natural person when it comes to recording tiktoks we're just building up some content and then we'll this is the thing with tiktok is you you, you make the, t the content on tiktok you yeah. download it and then share it on linkedin Sweet. so yeah there's stuff knocking around but at all on TikTok. I just get the odd person going, I like this, and I'm like, who are you? But you, you it's, it's content creation. We'll have to do a duet then. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you if you make something that you know how you well your daughter it. will know how to something so where you can duet this at the bottom. Yeah. And then yeah. You and me, Rich, we'll do a little dance together. Yeah. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say about dancing. I'll duet something, but not that you can't I'm six foot four. Dancing is not an option. Three, it'll be brilliant. It'll be dead funny. <laughs> Little and <that. laughs> I think everyone always thinks I'm about six foot tall because I'm so blooming loud. But when they meet me in reality, they're like, oh, you're really little. <laughs> oh, this is, I knew this would be fun, but thank you so much. And, you know, on behalf of people that are following you, you do share some fantastic content. So thank you for brightening. Yeah, no, I'll get more out. It's, um, we had a good session today in terms of content planning. Um, you know like you, yourself with key your business some businesses are built on the individual uh, yeah as is Retbound, is probably built around me i'm, I'm going to get a, a shed load more out to try and keep everybody entertained and i must admit it is uh the most value we do give a hell of a lot of value to a lot of recruiters and it doesn't involve any social media there's a client that we work with who's probably built about over the last three months uh, probably about 200 grand wow. um and none of that is through online. It's just all email campaigns, it's just running emails. And and so um, I'm like, well, obviously this the podcast is more geared towards like online presence and humor and things like that. Mm. There's a lot more that marketing can do that doesn't just involve personal brand. Mm. You know, there's other types, other areas that marketing should be helping you with. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think that given our audience is recruitment leaders, that's probably given them an awful lot to think about. Is that there's so yeah. Available for people to, to be able to enhance and ensure that they're locking out their competition. Certainly, if uh, more challenging times are ahead, definitely a well absolutely. well timed episode. That's for sure. Thank you so much for joining us, Rich. It's been an absolute delight. As I knew it would be. Thank you for being on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thank you.